0: Today on The Topping Show, Vivek on uh, Nikki Haley helping buying idea goes viral. Vivek also calls Nikki Haley's dig at Trump, quote, Soviet style, unquote. NVIDIA revenue went up 265% in Q4. Pal Alto Network stock crashed last week by 28.64% in a single day. The MS Society apologizes for firing a 90-year-old woman for not knowing pronouns who had also volunteered there for 60 years. Stanley Cup lawsuits are now coming in due to the lead component. All of that and much more on The Topping Show. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of the Topping Show is probably sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. Got say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see. That's the joke. If you're an IT layer or business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of the month. So if you could click that button and tell your friends, I would greatly appreciate it. Now going over to the business podcast, you have NVIDIA. Their revenue is up 265% in Q4, which is impressive to say the least. And of course, investing in hindsight, I mean, it's just always twenty twenty hindsight. Their stock is currently being traded at $776.30 for a single share of NVIDIA stock, which is one of the most expensive stocks i've seen in quite some time and given the fact that they've pretty much won every tech fad that's been around in the past 10 years i'm not too surprised to see this astronomical growth i mean we saw this when bitcoin first came out everyone was looking for graphics cards so they could mine bitcoin and guess who's one of the biggest manufacturers and designers of graphics cards nvidia that was a huge boom and then when that started to kind of wane in popularity and less people started to use graphics cards for mining well then you had ai and that's the biggest boom to the graphics card demand and they've been killing it as the youth might say kind of looking at their stock before we dive more into the article their five-year trend and geez louise i mean again hindsight's 2020 when it comes to investing this is not financial advice but geez i sure wish i did so the past five-year trend their stock is up 1,851.06%, which is astronomical growth. The past year, it's gone up 274.29%. Year to date, it's more than doubled, going up by 61.36%. Past six months, it's up 70%. In the past month alone, it's it's up 30.29%. So they were skyrocketing to the moon, to say the least. And funny enough, I don't, it's one of the few instances also where the founder of the company is actually still at the realm of the company, being very active the CEO. He is still calling the shots and pushing them to come out with even more innovative and greater technologies. And I like to contribute, I think that's a fair contributing factor to how the company has been able to exponentially grow, not just on the stock market, but also with their sales and their innovation and the new technologies. Now, this is, of course, their all time high. And in terms of the fiscal fourth quarter, I cannot imagine. That is 265%. And they also expect their core sales to hit $24 billion. Now, when they go into their data center, which again, that's, that's one of those things where the average consumer never is going to have a data center. That's a magical place, I like to say, where they put the Facebook. So instead of having a computer on your desk, you have a server, which is a rack-mounted. So just search rack-mount server. You just slide into a giant rack of servers. And they put that into a data center, which is a controlled room with special heating, cooling and redundancies for internet connectivity. So it's where the internet really is and where your data really is, it's in a data center. And most businesses have their technology in data centers or co-location data data centers. Sometimes they own it, sometimes they don't. But at the end of the day, one of the biggest components in the data center is graphics cards, especially when you're looking at some servers, especially when you're looking at certain applications, especially AI, architectural firms, a lot of them have some heavy-duty needs for that. Now, when it comes to the data center, they came in at $18.4 billion. So a lot of people know NVIDIA because of the graphics cards they put in their gaming PCs. And shoot, I bought a NVIDIA-designed graphics card manufactured by, I believe it was a gigabyte for my podcast editing PC. But that is that is an important component. That's a consumer grade. That's the consumer side of the business. The data center, again, that's $18.4 billion to the quarter. That is a 409 Again, 409% spike compared to a year earlier. And they're currently the fifth most valued, valued uh, tech firm, briefly overtaking Alphabet and Amazon earlier this month. Which, again, is astonishing considering, I mean, historically speaking, those are two of the biggest tech conglomerates on the planet. So it'll be interesting to see how long they can keep this exponential growth rate. They seem to keep hitting all these trends in business and technology that they're perfectly positioned to be a winner in those categories and they've gotten so big there's very few companies or venture capitalists who really want to go up against them so you're not seeing a lot of competitors microsoft is going to start designing their own chips for the data center but there's a, there's a lot of speculation how much that'll affect the consumer market or business markets But again microsoft there's certain manufacturers you get to or certain companies <laughs> excuse me you get to a certain level it makes business sense to manufacture it for yourself that's why google They don't use Dell servers or Hewlett Packard Enterprise servers for the most part. They may have one or two. But in terms of the overwhelming volume of technology that they have in their data centers for Google, they just make their own. They call them white boxes and they design their own. actually have their team design their own and they build their own. And they'll reach out to some of the like Supermicro and a couple of these mass manufacturers for some of the components, but they design and build them themselves. And truth be told, they're also so big and their uptime is worth so much, AKA the time your business or the technology is actually up and running, if anything goes wrong, they just throw it away. They only take time to diagnose it because again, their time is worth that much money at those companies and the hardware they just recycle and just, you know, toss it out, slide a new one in, call it a day. So it'll be interesting to see That's some fantastic businesses for Nvidia. And yeah, can't help but think, geez Louise, what if, what if we all bought that stock all those years ago? But it'll be interesting to see how they go from there. As We see all these technology trends, but only time, as I always say, shall tell. Other interesting business news, this is not so great, Palo Alto Networks dropped, their stock dropped 28.64% in a single day last week. The worst drop ever since their IPO back in I believe 2012. Now most people know Palo Alto, well most consumers don't, really don't know Palo Alto Networks except maybe they sponsor an F1 team or some fancy thing like that. Now they're going to debate to the end of time that they are a software company, a cybersecurity company. They are. but. A lot of people know them for their bread and butter aka their core product that they built in that they are kind of best known for which would be the firewall and they are the most expensive also the most premium and they have more bells and whistles and features than a Porsche debatably I mean if you want the technology with Palos Networks add a line item and that's gonna be on there and you will be charged subsequently but you'll have that additional technology not to dive too deep into the weeds now there's a couple of reasons I think this stock is going down. One, it appears to be, some people are speculating that there's a little bit of a tech flaw with the company, but it is also just coming a decrease in sales. And again, this is a premium product and a lot of businesses, and anecdotally speaking, I own my tech company, we are a reseller and services company for Palo Alto Networks as well as their competitors like Fortinet and Cisco. Now, Palo Alto Networks, they were, a lot of people will give them credit, I mean, Checkpoint will probably get the crown for. Debatably being you know inventing the, the next NGF or the next generation firewall. Now, Palo, again, they're a premium product, they cost the most, the renewals are pretty hefty, but it is great tech. However, the trend that man, this is anecdotal evidence of most of our businesses within the great country, or some might say a state, of Texas, and we're seeing a lot of clients actually shifting and moving over to more, I would say, value-based or price competitive. What's not there's a nice way of saying you're not most expensive option. A lot of people are starting to shift over to things like Fortinet, which again Fortinet is growing rapidly, especially SMB or small medium business, as well as mid-market, which is basically think of all the companies from you know small law offices all the way up to a couple of maybe the Fortune 1000s. And then with the commercial accounts, that's usually designated something like you know the Fortune 500 accounts, think you know Toyota, PepsiCo, and all those such companies. Now another issue with Palo is they say that they are citing weaknesses with the U.S. government base, aka That's also one of the biggest clients as well, because, again, when you're working in the defense industry, especially if you're part of the U.S. government, you do need best breed of technology, because, again, the whole world wants the tech they have, especially in the Defense Department and all that, especially that segment of the government. And that's one of the citations that they're saying as well. We're seeing some weakened sales, because, again, a lot of governments are starting to taper some of their spending that they would otherwise noted. Now, they also noted that their sales are a little bit precarious. They also note that, quote, let's see, do, 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 do. The US government agencies have been working to boost their protective measurements after 2021 order, but a major federal contract, quote, didn't materialize at the pace at the spending levels we had expected during the quarter. This is according to Nitish Aurora, Palo Alto Networks CEO. And it's funny, they actually, maybe it's rebranded, but sometimes they're starting to shorten the vernacular because again, the company's called Palo Alto, Palo Alto Networks, obviously, well, Branding is headquartered in Palo Alto, California. Makes sense, but a lot of the statements I've noticed that they're starting to just use Palo Alto now. They also note that the company lowered its full year billings outlook to a range of 10.1 billion to 10.2 billion, down from the original projected 10.7 to 10.8 billion. The revenue guidance moved to a range of 7.95 billion to 8 billion, from 8.15 billion to 8.2 billion. Now, they also note that most of the updated billings forecast is related to the defense information systems Agency's 1.86 billion thunderdome project to implement a zero trust architecture wells fargo's analyst andrew nowinski and stefan schwartz wrote in a note to clients which again i i'm usually pretty bored when it comes to you know things in the senate and the house and the government when it comes to naming bills but every once in a while i get some cool things like the thunderdome project and then a couple years ago when it comes to the private cloud or the cloud cloud instance that the Department of Defense Defense was doing a bid for, they actually called it, no one remembers that, well, I don't remember the acronym, what it actually stands for, but the acronym was actually called the JEDI contract, which, again, that's kind of hilarious, and I think a lot of people in tech especially appreciated it. So it'll be interesting to see how Palo is doing. Again, they're they're facing ever-increasing amount of competition, because the competition, their capabilities are growing. I mean, Fortnite, their capabilities for that company has increased more and more, and that, we're seeing a lot of businesses also shift to, they are kind of two philosophies. You have best of breed where you have, you know, every stack of tech in your technology, it's gonna be the best. And then you also have consolidation where you're gonna have one company do many things, which is what Cisco and Fortinet are probably most famous for where Fortinet, not only do they have your firewalls, but they also have everything from your phone systems, your wifi, your switches, AKA their networking, as well as a myriad of other ways to protect your cloud and your email security so you're seeing a lot of businesses as they're probably because again it's not just money when you're consolidating technology but <coughs> excuse me also saving resources because then you could have fewer specialized in, specialized rather, employees and you could just have a couple who can cover a wide range like someone like is getting this is probably a fancy term or certification i don't know about but like a cisco expert or a fortinet expert who can take care of more of the technology stack as opposed to having a whole team for in mean many people responsible for many different technologies so I know they're noting that there's a decrease in government spending which absolutely that's a contributing factor but kind of given you know what I'm seeing at topping technologies those are some of the things that we've been kind of seeing in terms of anecdotal experience and again they're pushing hard to try to grow their company but I mean one of the worst things you could do is lower your outlook you have the sales decrease and I don't know there's, there's a lot of speculation someone there's a lot of, A lot of people saying that the company was overvalued for quite a while, because again, the growth rate for their stock was astronomical, and unlike, well, Nvidia isn't a competitor, because they don't make, you know, they make different products, but they're both tech companies. But, like Nvidia, they have the sales to support their astronomical, and they also have a huge adoption rate. There's not as much competition in that regard. Palo, there's a lot of competition. And again, engineers and some sales reps will argue to their red in the face, saying that their widgets are a little bit shinier. And truth be told, there are some things they do better than competition, just like the competition. There's some things they do better at as wise man by the name of Thomas Sewell once said, there's no such thing as solutions, only trade-offs. So I think it's going to be a rough year for Palo Alto Networks as much as I don't want that to be the case because they have some great people working there and it's great technology. But one of the biggest issues with 2024 for businesses, economics, uncertainty, political uncertainty, global economy, uncertainty, again, when there's so much uncertainty in the market, most businesses start to decrease their spend because kind of a ripple effect, a lot of consumers decrease their spend as well because people are just worried. They have no idea if they're to. maybe their industry, their job might be regulated out of existence. Maybe the demand for the product will fall off a cliff because maybe it's a product that's not a necessity. So it's something that's easy for families to cut from their budget. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I guess I should say I'm just not too surprised that this, the stock has dropped so much because of the news that they were putting out. But it'll be interesting to see how this year is for Palo Alto Networks. Now going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have the MS society apologizing for firing a 90 year old woman who didn't know profi- pronouns. She volunteered at that organization for 60 years and her husband actually got MS. And some mentally moral vacuous gal fired grandma because she didn't understand pronouns. And now that they claim that they're apologizing, however, it's a nice way of saying half-assed half-brained they're apologizing but not really apologizing so they still want the policies in terms of their DEI excuse me their DEI as well as their pronouns to stay in place but they're saying oh yeah we should have educated her before we fired her or got rid of her and again it's usually more difficult to find volu- against a volunteer so on average it's usually harder to find those folks because again a lot of people don't have the bandwidth for extracurricular activities. Cause again, thanks to the government printing money and causing inflation like never before, a lot of families have to have a dual income just to make buy. There's a whole myriad of reasons why it's hard to find volunteers. And again, they they did this and this, I mean, the most biggest comments we saw was no one's gonna donate to them again. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what the general feedback is that for this pseudo-apology, but let's dive in. So this was first reported thanks to Libs of TikTok. And she said, quote, Breaking, National MS Society just released a statement backtracking on the entire story saying they were wrong and apologized to the 90-year-old volunteer who they forced to step down over pronouns. Quote, we realize now that we made a mistake. As it's an organization, we fell short. We did not have clear protocols in place. We apologize to Fran directly, unquote. Now, Liz TikTok continues and she says, quote, better late than never, but this never should have happened to begin with. They put an old lady... Under unnecessary stress, unquote. Which, again, 110% agree with that statement. Because, again, especially, first of all, it's one of those things where forced speech is tyranny. You shouldn't be forced to say anything. Some people might call you an a-hole. That's also their right to call you that. Now, when it comes to grandma, I mean, shoot, most people I know don't even understand the cultural science way of saying trend or pendulum swing to the topic and the area of pronouns. And truly told, there's so many to choose from, a lot of people are still confused. I and mean, it's not just, they're not confused out of malice or hate, they just don't understand it. And there are some people due to religious, personal beliefs, or they don't agree with that. And I don't think firing someone, and again, the mentally morally vacuous gal who fired them, her name is Callie Kumore. And she did have her pronouns in her signature, and it was in Los Angeles. So again, it's not like people shouldn't have seen this, not have seen this coming. But again, this one probably got two point seven million views and forty-three thousand likes. Now going down in the comments account, I think most people will probably say still won't donate to this company, or this nonprofit in this case. And a lot of people are still gonna say, Well, did you fire that manager? Now that gal who did fire grandma, again, I I can't imagine being so heartless you fire a Volunteer who had been there for 60 years? You fired Grandma? It's almost unfathomable how evil that is. And yet, with modern culture in the United States, I'm not surprised that it happened. Now, going to the comments, one of the first ones comes from Dr. Richard Harambi, And it's a picture of Grandma with the gangster glasses and a gangster chain. That got 4.5 4, thousand likes. Now, Paul Zupa says, quote, Victory! When people ask what they can do to help push back against the woke agenda, you're seeing it right here. Expose the evil, shine light in the darkness. This is how you bring real change. A small victory, but a victory nevertheless. Unquote. And that got 1,000 likes. Let's see. Philip Jackson says, quote, after doubling down a couple of massive times saying that they were correct, they apparently now faced a massive backlash that threatened their revenue stream. Now... So now they'll contrite. This isn't an apology. It's a plea to, plea, forget what they did so they can get back to a business as usual. I'm 3.4 thousand likes. And we will look at one of the first posts from the MS Society directly and see, as youth might say, they get ratioed to say the least. So one or two more comments here. You have... Mr. Jeff Discopich saying, quote, not good enough. Now fire all the DEI hires and remove the equity manager. CEO and CEO need to resign without compensation. I'm quoting 2.3 thousand likes, which no, that will never happen because again, those policies are in place still. They just apologized. And uh, I believe someone in the comments actually highlights the vernacular where they apologize for firing her, but not why they fired her. So they're saying, oh, yeah, we should have quote-unquote educated grandma more instead of just firing her for not understanding this extremely relatively new concept I mean for an overwhelming majority of this 90 year old woman's life she has no idea what the hell you're talking about it's not to be pejorative about her it's just absolutely different generation different mindset and I mean shoot I know a lot of Gen Z's who still understand this so I mean it's even again words almost fail me at times when it comes to firing grandma that's evil go down to a couple more. Janice Dean says, quote, thank you for shining a light on this. I'm grateful for Fran's hard work to try to raise money and awareness for those in the U.S. living for MS. Please thank her for me. I'm quoting 3.3 thousand likes. Which, let us see here. So now we're going to go, let me see if I can pull that up really quick. MS Society. National MS Society. Let's go to their tweet. Let's see here. And again, their whole statement is we will, so again, th- their whole purpose they claim is, we will cure multiple sclerosis while empowering people affected by MS to live their best lives. Again, a noble cause, it's heartbreaking. I actually had someone in my life who was affected by this and we did raise money for it uh, earlier in my life. Now, what does this have to do with, you know, pronouns? They're supposedly raising money for a cure in treatments and therapeutics. And yet they want to be more about social justice. So let me see here. Let's see. Did they pin it? A statement. Here we go. So they did make a statement. And of course, it was you know, just some lawyer PR you know copy-paste from the old PR handbook. And they simply said, here's a statement made from us. And it got 649,000 views. It got... 98 likes, which is a little bit of fun math here today because I know public schools are all-time low for pretty much every subject. The ACT score is at a 32-year low in the United States. 32. And yet the teachers unions say they deserve more and more money. Interesting. So let's see. So let me go to the little calculator here. So 98 people who saw that statement from the MS Society saw it and liked it. Now, they liked it, six hundred forty nine point nine let's see thousand people viewed it so that gives us you know eighty ninety eight divided by six forty nine point nine gives us one point five oh seven e negative four now we're gonna turn that into a number or rather a percentage by multiplying it by a hundred we do that we get so this is the percent of people who saw it and liked the statement from the MS Society zero point zero one five oh seven or if you feel so inclined, we can actually round up and just say 0.015. Or if you feel generous, the debate is, you know, if it's five, do you go up or down? You could be 0.02, I suppose. But that is abysmal to say. At least that's perhaps the worst ratio we've seen. And keep in mind, we used to do some coverage on Chris Christie when he had his futile attempt for the Republican nominee when he was running or more realistically walking earlier this year. Now going a bit down to the comments, the first one, the most popular one, comes from Pragmatometer. They say, "quote You still don't get it. Fran was not the problem. Her failure to understand the policy was not the problem. The policy is trash. It would not have been. It would have been better had you spent more time to quote help her understand the trash policy." And looks like the statement from them is about a couple paragraphs long. But the most important part he underlined, and this is again from the MS Society, saying, "quote." And we should have had more conversations with Fran before making this decision. We should have have spent more time with Fran helping her understand why Exit an organization we are dedicated to build a diverse, inclusive uh, movement where everyone has equitable access to care, connections, and support they need the best of their lives. Well, equity for everyone except grandma, apparently. Again, mentally and morally back to the least. Now, him highlighting that part of the statement got two point six thousand likes. The middle-aged baby says, quote, third paragraph makes this a non-apology. This is pathetic and essentially Bud Light trolling out the Clydesdales because they realized they skewed they skewed up. Either apologize or don't, unquote. I got one point one thousand likes. See here. Oh, this is hilarious the hypocrisy is quite unpalatable this comes from An- andrea marquette and she highlighted their policy on their website which they say quote the national ms society is a nonpartisan organization committed to one bold vision a world free of ms to support our volunteers is essential to achieving our mission and ensuring people affected by ms can live their lives ms does not discriminate and and everyone who shares our vision of a free world of ms is welcome here unquote Apparently not. You have to have a certain mindset or belief track in order to work or volunteer there. So you're you're not even getting paid. It's a volunteer position. Now going down, you see one from Brad Morgan. who says, quote, you need to fire the consultant that gave you the impression this would suffice. I quote, getting 437 likes. Let's see here. And I'm trying to see if there's any contrarian statements. Because again, there are people who do believe that she should have been fired. I think those people are mostly heartless and mindless but there are those people out there trying to see if they actually have any statements or if they have any comments here C slash star says quote this is a pathetic non apology you just explained why you're awful people I'm 810 likes Let's see here professor Gary Francois says quote as a policy this falls short the only policy you need is the one that no one can be coerced to speak and say things that they do not believe in. You treated Fran in cruel and abusive manner because she wouldn't buy into the metaphysical ideology that is indistinguishable from a re- religion, unquote. That got 701 likes. Let's see here. So needless to say, is, needless to say, they were ratio to say the least, and again, they showed their true colors. I can't imagine how many people are going to donate to them again. Now, that being said, I still highly... Recommend if you have someone affected by MS, you know, raise money for that individual, and perhaps another, you know, nonprofit that is actually truly, you know, apolitical and unbiased and doesn't coerce and force people to say or think certain things. But, yeah, when it comes to the donations for this company, and again, if you look at statistics, conservatives do donate more on average, and they just shot themselves in the foot. Perhaps worse than you know, Governor DeSantis's presidential campaign, but. It'll be interesting to see how quickly their donations just completely dry up. But I can't help but think, I mean, again, the U.S. is about 50-50 split. Conservatives and um, liberals and a lot of these issues, cultural issues, are also political issues. So I can't help but think they potentially alienated 50% of their prospective donors. 50. Now, if you take to the fact that conservatives also donate more on average, I would argue maybe 60% of their donors. 65% of their donors. It's not out of the realm realm of possibility. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone's actually held accountable at the MS Society, if anyone's actually fired for their heartless, I was, I was about to say their business attitudes. That is true, but it's also their being morally and mentally vacuous, to say the least. And again, filing, firing grandma who donated her time to the cause for 60 years. I can't but think, unfortunately, you know, with the cultural shift nowadays, I'm not sure how many people will actually really be held accountable, or if anyone will actually be fired for this. But... As I always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the political podcast, you have Vivek on Nikki Haley actually helping Biden idea going viral, to say the least. Now, this comes to us thanks to Vivek's ex-Twitter profile, and he is responding to Jack Gonzalez. Now, Jack Gonzalez said, quote, Team Trump South Carolina will hold a press conference featuring Vivek at 4 in South Carolina. Now, Vivek responds, to, quote, Nikki did not even try to collect any delegates in Nevada and now she'll get 0 from South Carolina yet her anti-Trump mega donor money is still flowing the game is hiding in plain sight they're hoping for Biden's lawfare to eliminate Trump and then backdoor Nikki or else make a play for her no labels to detract votes from Trump in the general not going to hold back in South Carolina today in South Carolina now, granted, that was a couple of days ago, but still, as the Youth of my State went viral, getting 2.6 million views and 31,000 likes, which, of course, does beg the question what on earth is she doing? Because, we, again, it's almost comical to look at the poll aggregator right now, because, again, Trump's ahead by leaps and bounds. Now, again, this is the aggregator, the poll aggregator for the Republican nominee. And in terms of Trump, I mean, it's almost like the NVIDIA stock, he has gone up exponentially. Starting off over a year ago, coming in at, what was it, 45.2%. And, of course, you had DeSantis, you know, close, around 33%. And then, of course, DeSantis went down, like, a BlackBerry stock or a Palo Alto Network stock. Terrible to say at least, shooting himself in high heel boots multiple times with a 50 caliber. Now, Trump, again, started at 45.9%. Currently at 77.7% for the Republican nominee. And Nikki Haley, she's couple weeks she's been hanging, hanging pretty steady around the same 16.4 percent and again i'm not sure there's just no statistical way that she'll be the republican nominee unless the government bans trump from running that's always the caveat i suppose that could be the curveball but again she's you know what's the nice way of saying she doesn't have a snowball chance in hell the odds are never zero of course but it's like 0.0000000000102. That's probably the odds that she will get the Repub- Republican nominee. She brings the question, why are people still giving her a lot of money for her campaign? Is it because she has a lot of democratic policies? I mean, one of the most powerful influential CEOs in the world, Jamie Dimon, CEO of Chase, Morgan Chase, he told people to, you know, if you're a business owner, if you're someone more on the left, I mean, give her money. Because a lot of her ideals are of that, and well, many of her ideas are the antithesis of Donald Trump. It's the opposite. But let's go in the comments and see what the folks have to say. Paul Zazupa says, quote, Perfectly said, Vivek. Nikki Haley is not a real Republican candidate. She's just an establishment tool contrived to try to hurt President Trump's campaign. Haley will continue to get obliterated, obliterated in the primaries, but she doesn't care. She's getting paid one way or another. Unquote. And that got 813 likes. Right Angle News Network says, quote, Any Republican who votes for Nikki Haley is gullible enough to fall for the for state propaganda. A vote for Nikki Haley is a vote for the deep state. She runs her campaign as if it's a campaign against Donald Trump and not against a real person bringing our country down, Joe Biden. And quote, getting 1.7 thousand likes. Shiana Zero Zero says, quote, Every Republican should repost this. Tucker Carlson saying, or it's a quote from Tucker Carlson, They rigged the election in front of all of us. All of us, no one did anything about it is a picture of oh, a minivan which i can't imagine how dead you are inside driving a minivan Ugh. but it's a minivan of some gentleman getting out and it's all stuffed with all the ballots let me see here so what are they doing they're just unloading the minivan so it's a minivan what are they doing they're just collecting ballots and maybe campaign signs too that got one point eight thousand likes. James Lynette also did a post of Vivek calling out Nikki Haley, saying she wants to send all this money to Ukraine, but she can't name a single you know city over there. Let's see here. Red Wave Press says, "Quote: Nikki Haley needs to drop out. No conservative wants her as nominee. Nikki Haley is a Democrat who takes money from Democrats and needs Democrats for her." to win her primary, to win, unquote, follow, if you agree, unquote, getting 523 likes. Which is also quite concerning, again, let me know if you've heard differently, but in terms of my lifetime, I've never noticed Democrats voting in Republican primaries, again, and they're all voting overwhelmingly for her. I I've, I haven't noticed Republicans doing that. It's certainly an unusual activity, to say the least. Alec Lace says, quote, Nikki Haley is only on it to attack Donald Trump, getting 489 likes. Chris Mandemitt says, quote, Never Nikki, who's with me, getting 561 likes. Valentin Gomez simply says, let's go. And a picture of her holding the Trump um, campaign sign, getting 676 likes. Let's see. Ooh, we finally found a contrarian. I was hoping, I was gonna say, more information, more data, the better. More interesting life tends to be is when you have some differing opinions. Now, Jenna Gleanspin says, quote, 20 Donald Trump Business Ventures That Failed Miserably Via Wealth of Geeks And there's an article to MSN Let's see here And it looks like there's an article Going over the 20 businesses He's owned that he That apparently failed Now Some of those are kind of I would say not very accurate In terms of how you define failed Just at a quick glance Because again some of the things that failed on a mass adoption rate in terms of you know no one buys a Trump steak anymore or Trump vodka or anything like that. Like you and I aren't buying it. But he uses that to supply many of the businesses that he owns, including Mar a lago that club, and many of the hotels that he owns. So he's making money off those businesses, even though it's not a mass adopted product. Can't, not too unsimilar like Nokia. I mean consumers think Nokia is you know bankrupt out of business. No, they're still one of the largest telecom companies on the planet. But well, they don't sell cell phones to consumers, they sell networking devices and infrastructure to businesses to build out the back end of logistics and the back end of network for the technology to work. So, and again, there are a couple here on her list that they did fail, but also if you look at Trump's overall odds, he's had, I think he's had over 500 LLCs and businesses in his life. And to have only 20 out of debate, a little less than 20 fail, depending on how you measure the metric and define the word failure. That's still a pretty good at bad, especially when you consider most businesses fail within the first year. Even more fail with the second year. To make it three years in business is exceedingly rare. It's difficult as hell. I mean, for my tech company to stay in business, I had to grind. I still grind 100, 105 hours a week to build it and to grow it. There's some dark times there. There's a lot of uncertainty. So I don't think she's necessarily accurate in her statement. But 1.5 thousand people did agree with her statement because they liked it. I mean, I didn't. But again, 1.5 people did. You also have DV saying quote you got to have it hand it to the Dems they've got plan A Biden plan B Haley and plan C fraud etc while Republicans barely have a plan A you don't need a policy when you have superior tactics unquote getting 266 likes and yeah Republicans are not great at winning I mean statistically speaking thankfully Ron McDaniel is gone she's failed more times than Maine can count but they definitely need some new leadership and someone who knows actual strategy and politics because, again, they seemingly fail time and time again. Let's see. Me- last one we'll do is to do Mediocre Thoughts. Because oh, okay. after that, looks like the rest of these are likes are getting between, statements are getting between 0 and 13 likes. Now, this one, Mediocre Thoughts, says, quote, backdoor Nikki, seems to be an appropriate name Unquote, on, getting 175 likes. So while we did have that, and I did, I- I'm scrolling down trying to find more contrarian statements. We did find that one, but overall, I mean, overwhelming support for Vivek. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, what's her real plan? Because, I mean, statistically speaking, she can't win. It's just she doesn't have the numbers, but she's still raising capital. And maybe it is just the thought, because, again, if Trump gets, if one of the lawsuits sticks, or if he gets legally barred from running, then she would be the only option, which would be, for many people, concerning, to say the least. So it'll be interesting to see, but... As I always say time shall tell. (laughs) Other interesting political news you have Vivek calling Nikki Haley's dig at Trump quote-unquote Soviet style. Now this comes to us thanks to Vivek's ex-Twitter profile and he specifically says quote Nikki Haley just took a dig at Trump claiming this isn't a Soviet style election where there's only one candidate and he gets 99% of the vote yet she failed to condemn the sham soviet style lawfare against trump that she and her donors are exploiting as her only path going to expose a hypocrisy at tomorrow's event in south carolina and that got 1.4 million views and 34,000 likes which is quite a few to say the least now one of the first comments comes from paul and says quote nikki haley quote crying to obfusc- obfuscate how she's unfaithful if she'll cheat on her husband she'll cheat on your country guarantee unquote and I got 828 likes! Again, I can't think of anything more... Yeah, it's very morally vacuous to cheat on your, on your husband, or cheat on your wife. So, I'm actually surprised, especially with elections, you, there is a fascinating focus that American public has on when it comes to election spouses and their family, and how many people will critique how they use them as political pawns, and then if they don't use them at all, people get suspicious, like, what's going on with Tim Scott? Why are you ever see him with a girlfriend? And It's a fascination that people have had for years, and I think this fascination had led to the amplification of using their families as political campaign tools and highlighting those family relationships. So I'm actually surprised more politicians have called out the fact that Nikki Haley has been unfaithful. Because again, for a lot of people, especially if they're conservative, if they're faith based, they're going to see that as a big red flag. Now, maybe, well, maybe they'll cancel each other out because, again, you also have the allegations that Trump did as well. And and Trump has also been divorced. So. And maybe in that case it'll even it out and it won't be a significant contributing factor to Nikki Haley's remaining futile campaign. Because again, she's pulling around 16%, Trump's in the 70% in terms of the polling for the Republican nominee. He's winning delegates left or right. But, I mean, there's no statistical way she could win, but she keeps running and she is raising more and more capital. Which begs the question, why is she running? Now, we do have our favorite contrarian. Well, we don't really like him, but... I do appreciate different points of view and I always tell people the more data, the better. That's why I try to always get a couple comments from the left and the right, politically speaking, and hopefully in a couple in the middle kind of make the conversation a little more interesting. And of course, I'd love to hear what you have to say always and I do apologize if it might take a day or two sometimes for me to respond to them due to my work schedule, but I do appreciate it. I do always try to do my best to get them to them in a timely manner. Now, that being said, Mr. Luke Zalyski says, quote, you sound like you're sitting on his lap tech. Wow, well, geez, okay. Let me... Attempt to reread that. You sound like you're sitting on his lap texting this. i quoting 222 likes. Which, again, I didn't like that. But 222 people did agree with that statement, which is contrarian of the original one from Vivek. Let's see here. Sassafras84 says, quote, I don't know how she doesn't hang her head in shame. He's schooling her on everything, yet her head is so full of herself. And there's some, oh, horrifying picture of Nikki Haley merged with Hillary Clinton, and it says Nikki Clinton 2024, proud to be an established Democrat endorsed. Mike did get 1,000 likes. Pismo says, "quote It's over, Nikki Haley. Don't embarrass yourself anymore." And he re- re- responded, or he did a royal retweet of his- himself saying, "quote President Trump just received endorsements from 15 current and former South Carolina sheriffs. Don't," and it says it's over. That did get one point seven thousand likes. Pismo also said Nikki Haley Nikki is Hillary Clinton of Liz Cheney. And they have some very scary pictures of those amalgamated together. Let's see here. The conservative alternative says, quote, a wise man once said Nikki is corrupt, and it is actually the perfect instance that again, Vivek is brilliant in terms of knowing what's gonna get, get viral, which is why he held up that little notepad so perfectly so that you could actually change it into a meme. And his little clip here of him calling Nikki Haley corrupt in the in one of the debates, that he'd get 276 likes. Red Wave Press also says Nikki Haley needs to drop out. Our attention should be on Biden, not a quote unquote battle between Haley and Trump. Trump is a nominee, follow if you agree. I got five hundred and seventy-nine likes. Nice Guy says, quote, Donald Trump is the one being attacked in a Soviet-style election. Nikki's biggest donors are the same people trying to put Trump in jail, jail and drain his assets. People supporting Trump are attacked, jailed, debanked, and censored. Nikki is the Soviet. I'm quoting 105 likes. Which, yeah, it is fascinating and concerning that, man, the people that are all being politically persecuted in the past couple of years are all Trump supporters. I, I've yet to see the, go- the federal government go after someone who's be politically aligned to the left. There's so much vigor and visceral. And we've seen this time and time again where people just are let off the hook and not even prosecuted for committing the same and similar crimes. Let's see here. You also have Daniels simply saying, never Nikki, Trump 2024, getting 143 likes. Let's see. John Travolta, this can't be the real one, John J. Trotta, can't pronounce it right, it's Trotta, says, name of worst politician, Nikki Haley. Hint, you can't, getting 58 likes, which... Oh, I can certainly name politicians worse than Nikki Haley. I'm not saying, I'm not saying she's exceptional by any means, but, I mean, there are a lot of people who are worse than her. I mean, it's a low bar. There's a lot of bad politicians out there as well, but still. Let's see here. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Again, I don't think she has a snowball's chance in Texas. Well, I shouldn't say that, because it just sometimes snow at least once or twice a year. So maybe I'll use the old adage, there's not a snowball's chance in hell of Nikki Haley actually getting the nominee, but she continues to run, continues to raise campaign funds. So it'll be interesting to see, I mean, how many people really follow and are interested in supporting her? Are those people who just would support Biden? They're just doing it to, again, drag resources away from Trump. Let me know what your thoughts are in the comments. Again, we'd be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have Stanley Cups getting themselves sued thanks to the lead component. Now, Stanley Cups brilliantly went viral, as a youth might say, using a combination of social media as well as most viral app in history, TikTok, where, what's well, the nice way to say mentally vacuous? Well, very passionate ladies went to the store and bought this cup because it was pink and it did say Starbucks on it for like 50 bucks. And they were selling them, not just asking, they were selling them on eBay for 200, 300, 400 dollars. For a Stanley Pink tumbler, now, granted, I prefer the Stanley tumbler that my grandpa used back in the day in the aluminum foundry in Michigan, the OG Stanley Thermos, and it still works like a champ and it was made in the USA, which does show you how old it is, and you had the old hammer-tone paint theme to it. Now, Stanley, they went viral; they sold out nearly immediately. However, a couple astute consumers started to take the, take it apart, and one of the gals went viral i believe it was on tiktok for finding that it has some lead contaminants in it stanley then came out said and admitted there is a lead component used to seal the vacuum i believe they'll actually talk about the specific one and again you're not touching it when you're eating or or you know using the product but it's inside of it so it's used to actually seal variably to um actually just get the vacuum sealed all up So it's not coming in contact with your liquid unless you break it apart. However, perception is half of everything in life and just the word having lead in it sent out red flags left and right and a lot of people are irate. Now, specifically going to the article, thanks to Greg Norman over at Fox News, or rather Fox Business specifically, they say they quote, Stanley Cups maker facing multiple lawsuits over the presence of lead in the tumblers. Now, the company is saying that it is quote, safe, but it failed to disclose the lead used in the manufacturing until last month. Now, as of Wednesday, it looks like Seattle-based, again, this is the new parent company. It's, it used to be owned by Aladdin Corporation, I believe. Again, a lot of these, unfortunately, for better or worse, a lot of these old staples of Americana have been sold, bought and sold throughout the years, so it's hard to, unless you're a business owner like myself, it's hard to keep track of who owns which brands. now. It looks like Pacific Market International is facing, again, that's the parent company in Seattle. They're facing multiple lawsuits filed in the courts in California, Nevada, and Washington State. It said it's on its website that the products containing a, ce- a sealing material that uses some lead, but there is no lead touches any service of any Stanley product, and the chemical does not come into contact with any of the beverages placed inside. Let's see here. They say, quote, In the This case arises from the PMI Pacific Market International admission in January 2024, That its popular Stanley Cups may contain lead. PMI had previously failed to disclose that information, presumably because doing so would have hurt PMI's bottom line, unquote. And of course, they say how, you know, it's been marketed as safe for use for years, lawsuit which seeks punitive damages, and a, quote, permanent injunction requiring PMI to disclose any lead or toxins used in its products in California, continues by saying, quote, instead of allowing consumers to decide for themselves I failing whether to accept any risk associated with using lead-containing drink cup. PMI kept his customers in the dark, so I didn't interfere with the, well, this is a funny 10-letter, or not 10-letter word, funny scrabble word, the bonanza of influencer-driven sales, especially to young women. Again, they bought them up in droves. It, I mean, the shelves were bare near instantly. It was a brilliant marketing campaign. It worked. And let's see here. Now, in terms of what's actually used, they, they say, quote, and this is the Stanley Cup Company. Our manufacturing process currently employs the use of an industry standard pellet to seal the vacuum insulation at the base of our products. The sealing material includes some lead. Once sealed, this area is covered with a durable stainless steel layer, making it inaccessible to consumers. Now, they also say, you know, rest assured there's no lead present on the surface of any Stanley product that comes into contact with the consumer, nor the contents of the product, unquote. And they also know that, quote, Stanley ensures that his products meets all U.S. regulatory requirements, including Prop 65, unquote. So, again, yeah, it's one of those instances where i don't know how many people are going to read beyond the headline to see oh yes this is a lead component but it's again it's in a pl- it's in the product place so that you would never see it you would never touch it you never come in contact with it however all the headlines are saying this has lead in it which yes technically it does but i would say for the anecdote just for the average person they might think oh it's in it it's inside the, you know it's in this in- inner layer of it or it's inside it like water's inside the tumbler while lead is inside the tumbler it's it's going to, there's a lot of deceit There's a lot of inaccurate headlines and it's going to be, I think, misinterpreted by a lot of folks. And we will be interesting to see, we'll go into the comments, there's a couple here. Kiker72 says, quote, we used to use mice to figure out if something caused cancer. Now we just have to look for, quote, me in China, unquote. I did get 15 likes, although not really accurate because, again, China makes... Due to consumers and politicians, it's prohibitive to make many products in the United States. So you get what you vote for, unfortunately. For the folks who wanted to make the USA, it's hard for them, and that's why one of the reasons there's so few things made here. Now, when it comes to they're saying, you know, made in China, one of the largest, most successful beverage holding companies or you know, beverage container companies on the planet is Yeti. Case in point, right there. I, I use it for my tech company as merch, and it was like a swag item to give away to thank clients for working with us. Those are a hundred percent, I like how the, the very similar to Apple, it says designed in Austin, Texas. True, that's where the US headquarters is for Yeti. They're all manufactured in China. Same with the iPhone. Designed in California. Made in China. mean, a lot of things are made in China that aren't necessarily bad for your health. Truth be told, most beverage holders are made in China. I remember one of the few exceptions being the icon- Well, to me the iconic or the OG, I believe the Urban Dictionary classifies that as the original gangster, the Nalgene water bottle, which is a plastic water bottle made up by Nalgene, and that's one of the few instances where you do have made in the usa is plastics there are a lot of products that in the united states are made of plastic materials those seems to be one of the biggest categories that is still made in the usa but in terms of an insulated tumbler none of them are in the usa i know this because for my tech company i always try to have stuff that's made in the usa for swag and cool stuff because i'm an old soul and i appreciate what something's made here and i'm willing to pay a little bit more for and again you're paying on average also for increased quality like the leather coasters that we have with our logo uh, embossed on it those are made in the USA I spent hours researching trying to find an insulated thermos made in USA or a tumbler made in the USA the closest I could find was one unique water bottle but it wasn't there is a wasn't the right shape and the price point was twice the competition made in China it didn't have the brand or the allure of something like Yeti which is synonymous with everyone knowing a beverage container so that comment saying you know it's just made in China that's again this In this case, it was made in China, but that's not always the case. Now, again, this has happened before. You also have some toys, like about a decade ago, that had some lead paint that was in China. So it does happen, but again, I would argue an overwhelming volume of materials that come from that country do not have that particular issue. Now, Octavius also says made in China right, getting seven likes. A lot of these uh, veteran teachers says, quote, some lead in the cups. This tells me made in China, they can stuff their cups. Unquote, getting five likes. So it'll be interesting to I mean some people are saying maybe Yeti in the comments are saying maybe Yeti makes it the same way. Because again, I mean Stanley brought up this is an industry standard to use that material in that ceiling process. Could this be the domino effect? Let's just say I almost I was doing a Las Vegas betting on this, so I don't know what the odds are, but I mean if it's industry standard and some components are commodities, like they're used for everything. Kind of like there's certain components in keyboard, a lot of components, especially electronics, where you're gonna use the same screw for 20 million different electronics. Or you're gonna say use the same, you know, little rubber o-ring for different designs, different manufacturers. Cause again, you're not you know, you don't necessarily see it. A lot of these are the same universal size, even though the shape, you know, the little shape of the actual plastic cap on top might change. Little ceiling O-ring, that's pretty universal. Those subcomponents really aren't necessary to have a unique size or you know unique to the copy for it. Same thing could be said for the ceiling device. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure the legal teams at all these other competitors are trying to look into it. But again, the biggest issue was, again, it's just a brand perception and not being more forthright with the public. And again, all these headlines are killing this these company's sales because again, it just has all it has to say is just. The, oh, There's the little pop-up video of all the women just bum rushing the table of all the Yetis at Target trying to buy them and spending coffee spots money for an insulated mug with, that's pink. So again, some of those things where all it has to have is that word lead in the headline and people are gonna be concerned they're gonna move away from other brands and they're not handling this the best way. They took a couple of days to get back to people that they, they should have addressed it just right off the bat, come out with a statement. And again, I know sometimes it takes time to tailor a specific statement to make it more accurate, maybe make it more effective for PR, but Again, this whole issue of having lead in the cup, even though, again, those women really want the cups so bad, they're breaking down everything displays to get there. But again, having lead in that cup and now going viral in a negative way, Stanley Cups, that certainly is the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in again trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of the month so if you could click that button i would greatly appreciate it also leaving a comment thumbs up thumbs down it's a great way to give me some additional feedback so i can learn how to make the show better and better also sharing with a friend great way to assist as well and specifically don't forget to take the time to tell your family tell your friends tell your co-workers heck tell your enemies tell anyone and everyone just stay safe and fight the good fight